solely to have fun. And uh, you obviously can't take Seth seriously. <laughs> yeah. that's, been, that's been the mandate at every turn is just have fun with it, like make it more fun, make it more silly. And never, never, I, I emphasize this, like never in a way that's disrespectful to any of the, the lore, but always in a way that just gets you with the stuff that you know. Um, but I think it's accessible to people that have never seen it too. Like when you say that it works with people that have never seen Star Wars, people like it. <laughs> when you guys like it, I like it. fans and moof milkers everywhere welcome to episode number 187 of blast points is jason and this is gabe and this week we're taking a sharp detour (laughs) it's a it's a real real hard detour we might we might end up off the road the the gps it's gonna drive us right into a river (laughs) talking about 2012 the craziest year ever to exist in star wars history The Mayans predicted it. That's what all that Mayan stuff was about. (laughs) All that 2012 end of the world stuff was all about Star Wars. Got to watch out in 2012. Everything's going to (laughs) change. We've been looking forward to talking about detours for a really long time. Can't wait to dig in. But first, there's some news we got to talk about. Hayden Christensen, Ian McDermott, best buddies. My buddy. My buddy. My buddy. My buddy, from play school. Buzz droids. We thought that maybe they were friends in the movies, and now we know they're friends in real life. It's like the movies are coming true. Now they're traveling the world. They're going. They're doing charity work. They're going to hospitals. They're hanging out. They're like going to the bar getting breakfast at Denny's or something, to playing basketball together. Who knows what they're doing? I hope they went to a an opera or something and just whispered to each other the whole time. Is it possible for you to share that popcorn? I figured he was just whispering episode nine spoilers to Hayden Christensen in his ear. Yeah, this happened a couple weeks ago, but I don't think it's being talked about enough. Yeah, they were doing a convention. It was Saturday night. Party time, Saturday Night Fever. They were going to do a panel, which is probably going to be a big panel. There were a bunch of people there. People were already sitting down waiting for the panel to start when all of a sudden they got the word, supposedly, that Disney said, no way, you can't do a panel, Hayden Christensen and Ian McDermott. It's, It's too hot for TV. It's too hot for Salt Lake City. It's too hot for anybody. We don't trust either of you. Can't do a panel, which did not do the speculation world a whole lot of favors. I like to think that they had cool in the gang play, at least. Everyone sat down and, and they came out and played too hot. Yeah, it's kind of like if they weren't going to both be in the movie, then why would they cancel it? 
because they were been doing other stuff together. I think there was like a local symphony that was playing one of the Star Wars movies like in concert and they came out before that and that was cool. And yeah, they were going around together, the two of them. But let's say just for fun, whatever, that Hayden Christensen is in The Rise of Skywalker, which, you know, could be, maybe, maybe not. I mean, they've signed non-disclosure agreement. They could come out on stage and just be like, hey, don't ask it. Like when we do a Q&A, don't ask about episode nine. We can't talk about it, but we'll we'll talk about episodes two and three as much as you want. It's just weird. Because it's like the only thing they're keeping from happening is facial expressions at that point. Like <laughs> hand signals. Yeah. Well, I guess they could have had them come out and, they, and make them wear ski masks. So you can't see their facial expressions when you ask them the questions. <laughs> Yeah, they, they could have turned the lights out on stage, so they're just they're sitting in the dark. You can ask us whatever you want, but you got to do it in the dark. <laughs> I think this is the greatest panel ever. It's all about the dark side. They don't even have the lights turned on. <laughs> oh, yeah that that was kind of crazy because I think they were both there earlier in the convention, like doing autographs and photo ops and that sort of thing. So it wasn't like they weren't even there. It was just yeah, at the last minute, they weren't allowed to talk. I mean, yeah, in episode nine, do they have a scene together? Is it a really, like, hot topic? Is it too potentially dangerous? Is it, I don't, you know, is it something that was just recently filmed? Like, Do they not even want people to think about what the two of them look like next to each other? <laughs> but it's it's worse to take it away and to cancel it at the last minute. Yeah, and maybe they both got food poisoning at the same time. From all the time they were, they were hanging out too much, getting greasy food. When they see a Taco Bell, you can't stop it. Maybe there was a Taco Bell and there was an Arby's across the street. And they're like, let's get Jamocha shakes after we get our chili cheese Fritos. Does it, Ta- Taco Bell's got that weird like triple crunch wrap thing. That'll mess you up. So maybe they, they were going to town on those. Ian was like, we don't have these in, in the UK. I'm going to eat one every day, Hayden. Is it possible to share your crunch wrap? <laughs> Not today. Who knows? And I guess that leads us to our next piece of news. The Rise of Skywalker. It's getting intense. Rise. Darkness rises. stretch we're less than 100 days away rumors are coming out toy pictures are getting leaked we're getting to the real stuff real fast it's getting dangerous out there on the internet there's going to be another trailer before we know it people are saying the middle of october we're still not over dark ray (laughs) and all that shenanigans kites on pasana Red Eye C-3PO, we just really got that given to us like a couple weeks ago. And now we're already looking for what's next. We've had a couple weeks to reflect on our previous mini trailer, whatever it was. The Saga trailer, as they're calling it now. Have you had any more thoughts on the whole Dark Ray thing? What, what could they even give us in another trailer at this point? Is kind of what I'm thinking. Like, I would be happy if that Saga trailer was our what we were getting until December, honestly. It's not a bad idea because it does seem like the more I know, the more I feel like I don't know and the more I drive myself crazy trying to figure out what's going to happen. I've actually been thinking about Mandalorian a lot more because it's a lot easier on my mind. (laughs) I'm trying to not even think about Rise of Skywalker, which doesn't always work. It's like Mandalorian simple. I kind of know what's what's going on with that one. Mandalorian isn't going to push me down the stairs and potentially throw boiling water in my face when I try and get back up. That's the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, Mandalorian's like a hot bathtub. Like, it might sting a little bit, but you can, <laughs> I think I'll ease right into it pretty quick. It could could be really nice. But yeah, rise of Skywalker's dangerous. <laughs> Terrified of what's coming around the corner. <laughs> my only... I'm sticking with the vision thing. People are really taking their stands on the Dark Ray thing. If it is some sort of not a vision or some kind of shenanigans. My only thing is where did she get the new clothes and where did that lightsaber come from then? 
that's that's the big thing for me and not that these movies are all about being practical and realistic but they've gone two movies with the Anakin Luke saber being the main thing and being it's not like there's lightsabers laying around everywhere so but maybe she maybe there's it's there with the clothes in a little box yeah maybe I, it's, I can't it just hurts to think about it I just go in circles get lightheaded a lot of people have said this and I completely agree if they're showing us that now, a few months before this movie comes out, something that would make us scream, get up, do the splits in the, the aisle of the theater, what are they not showing us? Well, think about the last Jedi trailer where we saw Ray grab Kylo's lightsaber, and and we kind of had the same reaction of, well, what's what's going on with Ray? Why does she have Kylo's saber? And all that did was distract us from the team up. So, yeah, there's... Oh. We didn't learn about the purple spooky dudes until like the week before the movie came out. And we were like, what? This movie is purple spooky dudes. Oh, I, what? Yeah. I, I'm thinking about Mandalorian right now. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only way to stay sane. Mandalorian is the seatbelt keeping you safe. Yeah. Just just think about it. It's a chrome helmet. I know what that looks like. He's hanging out with a robot. Okay. Warner Herzog's in there. He has a gold medallion. Okay. He's <laughs> trying to. To visualize that stuff to keep me focused. Because once I start, yeah, you start thinking about Dark Ray and then oh, the room starts spinning. We're, we're getting closer and closer. We're riding we're riding on the crazy train. <laughs> Ozzy's still driving it. We're, it's getting out of control. <laughs> the crazy train's full of coaxium. <laughs> and Nest is knocking on the window. Ozzy's not letting her in. The galaxy explodes. The rebels return. And relive it all with Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. The police diving in a hyperdrive. Got a movie. New B-Wing fighters and B-Wing pilot action figures, each sold separately. Batteries not included. Asteroid belt, lowering wings. Hold on tight. Just our laser cannon. Yeah. General cockpit stable. Now for some evasive action. We're home free. New B-Wing fighter and B-Wing pilot action figures, each sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi Collection. This is Captain Rex. You're listening to Jason and Gabe on Blast Points. Okay, so 2012. Only seven years ago, but somehow it seems like 70 years ago. <laughs> How much has changed? Like we said, Nostradamus predicted it. The year of change, the year when everything shifted over. For Star Wars, probably people think of 2012 as the year of the Disney acquisition when October Disney bought Lucasfilm. But just two months before that happened, there was Celebration 6 in Orlando. When doing research for this episode, it's the celebration where they announced a bunch of things that never happened. <laughs> the, lo the lost celebration. Somewhere there's a room full of busts of all the things they announced. Joe Costa knew can take you through, give you a tour. What about this one? Whatever happened? Oh, no one knows. It disappeared. Someone erased it from the archives. Some of the big announcements were that episodes two and three, Attack the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, were going to come out in 3D. Which was kind of true because they did finish them. They exist. People have seen them. We've seen one of them. We, at least we think we did. We saw most of Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah. So they and they've they've shown them here and there at things. So I think that that one still I think we brought it up a bunch of times. Burns it burns for me because it's out there and it exists, but it's impossible to see. Hopefully, at Celebration Anaheim, they can bring that back and play them in 3D again. Because I mean, in 2015, the 3D Revenge of the Sith was at capacity. What three four hours before the the movie actually started playing? So yeah, and I it still seems like that makes it special. If you're at celebration, you can see the this weird version that you can't see anywhere else. But that was the the least of the things that disappeared from 2012. It's just the tip of the iceberg. I had completely forgotten about this that there was a Star Wars talk show announced called Star Wars Transmissions. That was going to be hosted by Chris Hardwick, which I made mean, for the best that that never happened. But 
that's in that's in the archives. That's <laughs> that, and who knows how much of that morphed into what we now know as the Star Wars show. That would make sense because just trying to think. It's funny because when you reminded me of that, I didn't remember it. But after thinking about it, I think I did remember reading that and just wondering what would that even be. Well, didn't they say that there was going to be? Or am I imagining this that there was like? Some character or creature or something like from the movie would be on the show. <laughs> like there's a Tordarian band leader or something, or is that just my usual dreams in the middle of the night? Yeah, so I guess they filmed the first episode at Celebration 6, and Warwick Davis was a host. Uh, they interviewed Ashley Eckstein, and they talked to Steve Sansweet about Rancho Obi-Wan and the history of Celebrations. And that's about as far as it's gone. <laughs> I don't think I don't think anyone's ever seen it. I don't know. Yeah. See if they maybe they, if they would have had a a Toydarian band leader, then it wouldn't have gotten canceled. <laughs> Dexter Jetster as like the Ed McMahon. Hey! <laughs> He's high fiving four people at once. It's it's the Star Wars talk show with Dexter Jetster. Hey everybody! <laughs> he he should have been the host. <laughs> I'm sitting here with Diego Luna. Jerry Seinfeld having coffee with people in cars. It's just you're just having coffee at Dex's diner with Dex. Disney Plus. They're gonna they need shows. That's the plus in the Disney Plus. The plus represents the four arms of Dexter Jetster. Well, other things at Celebration Six. Um, there was the latest on what everybody was wondering about, uh, Star Wars Angry Birds. What's next? What's the next Star Wars Angry Birds merchandise? Is there going to be another, is it going to be an app? Princess Leia is an angry bird. That's something that's going on. There was more information on, uh, hot Star Wars M&M's merchandise. Maybe you get like a blue M&M dressed as Luke Skywalker or something. That That's cool. <laughs> I forgot all about the M&M's. The one thing... Was that Darth Maul was gonna be coming back in Star Wars, uh, the Clone Wars? Because Clone Wars, I think season five was starting just the month after Celebration Six, so that's something that actually did happen, but no one knew that was going to be the final on air regular for the time being season of the Clone Wars. But probably the biggest announcement that happened at Celebration 6 in August of 2012 was that little thing that went down in legend, Star Wars Detours. Detours! You ready? Punch it! Yo, dudes, the Empire's pretty chill. Maybe you could, like, join it or something. No, 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 I left a message with your uh, roommate, but your machine was full, so your landlord hung up on me when I was walking your dog because my homework ate it. I got dressed for this. Uh, half-dressed? Ah, put some pants on, man. Hey, so, uh, how's my nose look? Oh! It's potentially one of the most mysterious chapters in Star Wars history at this point because... It's a lot of Star Wars content that's never aired anywhere. At least like the holiday special was on once before they decided not to show it anymore. 39 episodes finished with scripts done for another 62, almost 100 episodes in some state ready to go for Star Wars detours. And kind of the weird thing with detours and why it kind of continues to live in this strange realm of Star Wars infamy is its tone was nothing like anyone had ever seen anything done in Star Wars before, like officially. Yes. Well, and what's extra kind of strange, because I really like the robot chicken stuff they've done. It was done by the robot chicken people, but it even... Its tone is slightly different than what it's kind of like Robot Chicken, but it's different. Yeah, so you had Seth Green and you had this guy, Matthew Senreich and Todd Grimes. They were some of the Robot Chicken people. They were involved in this thing, Star Wars Detours. And the other person involved in Star Wars Detours was George Lucas. If you go back and watch. The panel, which would give you saying they actually did two panels for detours. 
Yeah, I think I saw an article that said they had a Friday and Saturday panel for Detour. So I don't know if they had different stuff at each one or there was people couldn't get in Friday. So they did it again Saturday. I don't know. Maybe someone who was at Celebration 6 can re- remembers and can let us know what the deal was with that. So there's the footage of this panel, and it is by far the most awkward panel I'd ever, I've ever seen for a Star Wars Celebration. Everyone's standing the whole time. There's a couch behind them, but everyone's just standing around at like a high school party or something. And you can, like no one even knows like what to talk about. And then like George Lucas comes out, and then he's just kind of like, ah, these guys, what a bunch of goofballs. I don't know. And like, there, everyone's just kind of standing there looking at each other. And I can't, it drives me crazy because like there's this couch, like I said, sitting behind them. And I watch it and I'm just like, will someone please just sit on this couch? The thing with detours that is still makes it even more mysterious is all the clips that are out, which there are quite a few. There were more than I realized they released. None of them really let you know what the show is like because they're all just gags. And apparently this show was not like just a bunch of sketches like Robot Chicken. It was written like a sitcom with whole episode long stories and reoccurring characters. And it feels like from them describing it that it's more like a normal comedy show and not just a bunch of gags, but a bunch of gags is all they showed. And they weren't necessarily the best gags that they showed <laughs> either. Pain, painfully flat. I, I still like the, the Mace Windu went out the window joke. I won't apologize for that one. <laughs> it was presented in such a strange way that I'm just constantly fascinated by detours because I want to at least see one full episode to even understand what the show was. I remember for me, that period of time was tough with Star Wars because I felt like everything that was going on with Star Wars was a joke. It was people getting really excited about Family Guy doing Return of the Jedi. I the robot ch- I there is a lot of robot chicken stuff that is really great. I never got as into the robot chicken stuff as other people. I think just because I was getting so bitter about it being a everything being a joke. But keep in mind, like I've said a million times, I was not watching Clone Wars. So I was kind of missing out on the Star Wars that was going on that was still good. And all I knew was the joke stuff and the M&Ms and the Angry Birds. Like when I would go to Toys R Us, I would just see like a bunch of like M&Ms with lightsabers. And I'm like, what even is going on? <laughs> you ate an M&M and turned into an Angry Bird. I don't like this. Well, then I remember like, that celebration going on, that's when I was starting, I, I, I had the itch. And I was like, oh, I, I'd like to go to a celebration again. It's been a long time. But then the, all the news coming out, I was just like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> what, I remember watching the preview for Detours on my phone and literally being like, what's happening here? <laughs> what is this? What is happening? Like, Who's making these decisions? George Lucas? This is scaring me. That's why why I'm so fascinated with this because it is. It's like Robot Chicken was a thing. And they didn't do – they did, I think, three episodes that had Star Wars things in them. And it was a normal – it was a show that did other stuff other than Star Wars. And then, you know, Lucas thought it was funny and liked it and turned it into an official Star Wars thing that he was – executive producing which based on clone wars it seems like he was probably involved and we know george lucas has an interesting sense of humor so what is the whole thing like because as far all we know every clip we've seen is from the first episode and if there's 30 episodes already done 
you know, and if you use Clone Wars as a comparison, Clone Wars season one compared to season five is a drastically different show. Maybe Detours gets better. Because what's funny, too, is like hearing all the interviews with Seth Green, like if the show's probably never going to come out, he doesn't have to pretend like it's great. But he always makes a point of saying that he was really happy with how it came out. That's the whole Detours conversation, really, is that I started meeting parents who said that they were introducing their kids to Star Wars via Robot Chicken, which I think is culturally misinformative. Because you meet something in a comedic way with an ironic investigation behind all the sincerity, and it sort of denies you the opportunity to intake the sincerity. So when I was introduced to Darth Vader, he's a villain. And only through years of self-assessment and you know, sort of uh, creating my own ironic lens, could I appreciate the idea of him as a beleaguered middle manager? Yeah, yeah. And so if kids spend three years in advance of seeing episode seven being introduced to Vader as this kind of bumbling, you know, middle manager, I don't know, we all felt like that was kind of negligible. Because like I think our show is great, and I think it's very funny, but I also appreciate how significantly important Star Wars is culturally oh, yeah. and what this movie will mean at this moment. I don't know. It's it's just like it's. I'm fine if it's bad, but I want to know it's bad by seeing it and not just imagining what this thing is. Because it's new Star Wars, good or bad or weird or strange. But it's if I can get enjoyment out of the VHS game, then I'm sure there's some enjoyment to be had in 30 animated episodes of something. When you rewatch the trailer, how how did you react to it versus how? You saw it when it was announced that weekend in August in 2012. The jokes seemed more painful this time <laughs> than the first time. Maybe because the first time I had the robot chicken stuff was was closer and, and I was still remembering enjoying that stuff. But I think more than anything was just wondering what is this show that isn't this bunch of clips that they're showing us. Like, how was this a show what does it mean? What is it like? I, I don't know. How, what, what was it for you? It's like I said, I was just, I was confused. I was like, why, <laughs> why is this what we're getting? What is, okay, Revenge of the Sith comes out in the end of the movie saga. Or so we thought I was way behind on Clone Wars. And I knew, you know, if I tried to turn, I heard about how great it was. And if I tried to turn it on, I'm like, I don't even know who Duchess Satine is. People are talking about Auntie. I don't know what's going on. And I had you texting me all the time saying how I was missing out on Clone Wars. And I was like, I know. Somehow I'll catch up. If there's, if there's ever some way, some digital thing where every episode is available for me to watch it once in the future, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, so like I said, all I knew was the weird and the not good Star Wars weird. <laughs> <laughs> the painful weird. And Detours was like... It was the ultimate in confusion for me. And it was the, you know, it was going, Star Wars was going down a path I could not follow. So before I was like, okay, yeah, Disney Plus, Detours can come out. Who cares anymore? Let's just put it out. So then I rewatch the trailer, which I reckon, I, everyone should do, I recommend, just to ch- check in with yourself, take the pulse of Detours and how you feel about it. When I rewatched the trailer again just this week, I don't, my opinion is, this show should never come out. <laughs> don't ever, don't ever put it out. Burn the tapes. Destroy it all. Don't ever put it out. When Princess Leia comes into Dexter's diner with all the other Princess Leia things and Princess Leia is like talking like a teenage girl or something. I was like, I know it's so cringy and uh, I don't know. It, uh. Okay, conference. Who should I take to the prom? Todd is totes double plus cute. <sighs> no, Maya. My fake dad might approve of him. What about Kip? Yeah. I should totes take Kip. Uh, Kip's actually my boyfriend. Cracknels for the ladies. Awesome. Oh, I'm allergic to pepper. I'll just have water. I've been serving Princess Leia these same cracknels since she was knee-high to a pig stinker. Uh, hello? Don't say pig stinker. Yeah. That's culturally insensitive. Yeah. They're ugnots now. Yeah. Emphasis on the ug. No. 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 I noticed the same thing, too, and I think that made me even more intrigued by... I just want to know if they're actually... There's 30 episodes and she's that character or 
if that's all like a setup and over the course of the show, she becomes more of the Princess Leia that we know and love and still funny instead of being this. Yeah, because it's totally not the same character. I I don't know. I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> I can't give. I just can't give detours the faith that you're giving it. Right. <laughs> I'm I'm not giving it any faith, really. I'm imagining it's going to be 30 episodes of, of absolute potential torment and pain, but I would rather see those 30 episodes of, of uncomfortable silence and then to never know what it was. Because if anything, it's just going to become more and more this mystery of well, what is this detours thing? Wouldn't you rather know? <laughs> that's, that's why the clips are still on YouTube and haven't been taken down. <laughs> It's like someone, you know, opens up a stinky can of garbage and is like, hey, smell this. It smells awful. You're going to smell it. <laughs> and maybe you put your nose in it and you say, I never want to smell anything that awful ever again. Maybe put it out on Disney Plus for one day. <laughs> yeah, that, there you go. Or, or, or show it at Celebration in a room and you have to go sit in the room and watch it. <laughs> and you can come and go as you please. Yeah. But if, if somebody wants to sit in that room and watch all 32 episodes back to back, it's here for you. It's just every time you think about it and you think that's this weird, awkward, horrible thing. And then you think George Lucas guided them on this journey and he wanted to be able to make fun of Star Wars, too. There's got to be some nuggets of Star Wars-ness in there, right? Doesn't there? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it. I, I've said it ten times already, but it just I'm fascinated by detours. I really am, because yeah, I think when you hear if you watch any of the interviews with Seth Green talking about how the show, Kathleen Kennedy talked to him and explained why they weren't going to do the show, and he totally agreed. Of it's weird for new fans to come in watching this kind of parody of Star Wars before you watch real Star Wars. Maybe there never really is a good time for an official comedy show because it's different when another show when family guy or robot chicken or something does kind of a parody homage to star wars as opposed to it being an official george lucas presents lucasfilm production it's almost like with forces of destiny and galaxy of adventures they've kind of introduced this idea of if this is your first exposure to Star Wars, this is the way you should be introduced to it. <laughs> well, at least the conversations I got to have with Kathy Kennedy, which was like a pinch myself kind of mm -hmm. moment because she's one of my heroes. Once they decided to do 7, 8, 9, she really wanted to put detours on hold. And not because, well, at least by my understanding, not because she doesn't believe in the content, but because it's not a question of that content. It's a question of Star Wars as a brand over the next 30 years. And that was the axiom she used for me. She said, well, it's not really the next three years. Because four years ago, when we were talking about putting it on a network, she said, knowing that 7, 8, and 9 are going to come out, or especially episode 7, which is a reintroduction of Star Wars for new generations, the first time George won't be attached to it, it's J.J. Abrams, it's all these new characters, it's the next thing. She said, I'm, we have to really be conscious about how this gets introduced mm -hmm. to kids and in what way. And the fact that Detours was something that George invented, it's the last television that George had that heavy a creative hand in and so it's bound to be met with some kind of fanfare just because it's his, his own personal thing and you don't want that to compete you don't what she said was if kids spent the next three years watching detours on xd and it's these comedic interpretations of these iconic characters that they're about to be reintroduced to in episode seven when episode seven opens vader who's on par with like mussolini or hitler or stalin has been Destroy. Boy, the service here is slow. We haven't even ordered. I know, that's what I mean. It would be good to order already. I know, that's what I was saying. Oh, I thought you were disagreeing. Yeah, it would be good to order already. Zito! Because, yeah, it's fascinating then that just two months after this detour's announcement was the shocking news that Disney had purchased Lucasfilm and on top of that, that we were getting episode seven. <laughs> Star Wars fans remember it like the moon landing. <laughs> you, you remember where you were, 
what you were thinking, what you were wearing, what you had for dinner that night. (laughs) It was was a game-changing moment. And after that announcement, everything changed. Gone was the Star Wars talk show, (laughs) Star Wars transmissions. You didn't hear any more about Angry Birds. Suddenly, M&Ms and Star Wars, that deal was done. (laughs) And in, in March 2013... We got word that Detours was postponed, and by October 2015, just before The Force Awakens came out, I, Seth Green was doing some interview where he said, yeah, it's, not, it's never coming out. It's canceled. But then in June 2018, just a little over a year ago, the trademark was renewed, which a lot of people, like when that news came out, were like, oh, is Star Wars Detours finally coming out? But it's probably just... If they ever do want to do anything with it, they have to continue to own it. That's like, yeah. the, I think the, the the craziest thing of all this too is from one of the the Seth Green interviews talking about how Kathleen Kennedy was framing it as this is the last Star Wars creation from George Lucas, and that in some way, shape, or form, it's special just for that reason. Maybe they can just show it at the, the Lucas Museum of Narrative Art or something. Like, if you want to see Detours, it's there. There's a booth you can go sit in and you can watch it. <laughs> I don't know. Even if it's the most horrible thing I've ever seen, I think it deserves to exist at least to experience. I don't know. Can you imagine, like, if they just erased it all and, like, threw it in the trash and, like, it's better to release it and just be done with it than to have it be this mysterious mythical thing that exists that no one's ever seen it's like that jerry that jerry lewis movie with the with the clown or whatever that everybody's been waiting 50 years to see it's like i hear you saying that and for a minute i start to think maybe he has a point but then i remember the clips i just watched earlier this week and i'm standing my ground and i'm saying never put this thing out burn it burn it all In two weeks, you're going to forget about the clips, and you can be like, man, I, I kind of want to see that Detours. I, and I say that, but if it shows up on Disney+, Plus, stop everything. Watch it. <laughs> How long is it going to take me to watch 39 episodes? All right, let's go. Get the coffee on. Here we go. Let's do it. Only 15 hours. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Uh, well, maybe they're not. Maybe do we know how long each episode is? Are they thirty minutes? Are they twenty minutes? Are they ten minutes? We yeah, no. I just we love the weird world of of Star Wars stuff that lives in our world, and there's nothing weirder and wilder and more elusive than the mysterious detours. And I I don't know. I will, I need I want to know. I need to see it. It de- it deserves to live. Detours. Are you ready for the ribbon-cutting ceremony? Man, will I be happy when we can stop pretending this thing's a mall. This is no space mall. This is more like a, like a, some kind of a Death Star. Death Star. I like the sound of that. Aha! This is a ploy. No. It's a ruse. No. It's an ambush. No. A subterfuge. No. A confining device. A snare. A box popped up with a stick. It's a trap. It's a wrap. Where's my hat? It's a trap. Well, the crazy thing that I keep thinking about, too, is, like we said, it, it was just two, just two months after the announcement of Detours, we found out that we're going to get an episode seven. And when we found that out, it's like, yeah, it's just mind-blowing to think about. Somewhere was was Lucas already talking like to Michael Arndt? Like, was that underway while Detours was also happening? Maybe he tricked Bob Iger in all those... Outlines he said he had for seven, eight, or nine were really just the unused detour scripts. And that's why he wouldn't give them to him until the deal was signed. All right, George, let's open it up and let's find out what episode seven is going to be all about. Well, see, here's a very small Admiral Akbar saying it's a frap, it's a snap. This wasn't what I was expecting, George. <laughs> But it's, it's too late to too late to cancel the deal. So I guess uh... it is what it is, Bob. Sorry. <laughs> bring bring oh, I gotta go that's my phone well that's you think about too what what is amazing about Star Wars and crazy is if Detours does come out you there will be a group of people who are really into Detours and don't really care about the rest of the stuff <laughs> there if Detours dropped on Disney Plus the first day someone said this this is the real Star Wars <laughs> 
This is better than that last Jedi thing. <laughs> Star Wars, we're home. I'll forever go back and forth on this. It's it's the uh, it's the unknown regions. We're out in the unknown regions with uh, with Palpatine and and Snoke, Snoke's friends, trying to figure out detours. Listeners, how long has it been since you've watched those detours clips? Go go on YouTube, search Star Wars detours, watch some of the clips. Judge for yourself. What do you think? Should it ever come out? Should it be on Disney Plus? Should it be thrown into the middle of the Pacific Ocean? I don't know. Let us know. Share your thoughts. Detours, how do you stand on it? Because it's it's an odd, odd piece of Star Wars history. It's possibly, in all the odd Star Wars history things we've talked about, Detours could possibly be the only one that's really weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was thinking we finally answered the question from like, was it episode three or four? Like someone was like, what don't you like? <laughs> now, four years later... <laughs> Jason can't stand detours. <laughs> Star Wars no R2D2. Nakonako R2D2. Star Wars no Nakonako R2D2. Okay, it is finally time for us to read some of the amazing Apple Podcast reviews that folks have left over the last, like, three months or something. we got to get focused. All right, so what's our first review, Gabe? So the first is What by Scribney, and they say, Once I saw their flesh, it became too real. What am I listening to? This podcast is great. They dig deep into Star Wars. I learn something new every episode. Both hosts are funny and informative. I'm going back and listening to the old episodes from the beginning. They're super weird and just as good as the newer ones. I encourage anyone into Star Wars to give this podcast a listen to. If anyone out there who knows the backlog real well can tell us what episode we said once I saw their flesh it became too real... We don't know. <laughs> I don't remember what that is. <laughs> I have no idea. So thank you, Scribney. And yeah, well, this next one is from Claude with a K. I believe in miracles. Claude with a K, uh, K-L-A-D. It's titled Jedi Business, Go Back to Your Podcast. Whether you are a hardcore fan or just someone who likes to laugh at the weird and obscure parts of Star Wars, this is a podcast you need to try. This podcast doesn't hate on new Star Wars. It just has fun with all of it. Pretty much sums it up there, Claude, with a K. Detours doesn't count as new Star Wars because it hasn't come out yet. Paused Star Wars. All right. Next we have Fan Friggin'Tastic by Palmdale Haunter. Wow, I've been listening to this podcast for a while now and just have to say it's amazing. There is a true love of Star Wars. No topic is too strange or obscure. These guys have so much fun that you just can't help but enjoy listening. Thank you so much for putting all the effort that you do into the show. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Palmdale Haunter. Yeah, thank you. Uh, And this next one is from Rogue Four titled Blast Points Brings Balance to the Force. Blast Points has everything I've ever wanted in a Star Wars podcast and in a community of fans. Jason and Gabe have the perfect attitude and love for all things Star Wars. Their content is never mean-spirited or condescending. It's the perfect mix of humor and knowledge. I was starting to become very depressed about the state of fandom until I came across their podcast and their Facebook group. It gives me great hope for the future to see two guys who have lived through the dark times of Bendham's era come together and create a fun space for everyone to enjoy and share fandom together, no matter what films they grew up with or who shot first. I can't say enough good things about Blast Points. They're truly wizard. Ah, oh, thank you. Thank you, Rogue Four. That's, yeah, that's really nice. It's really sweet. Next, we have Great Podcast by ASFAS92. I'm a fairly new listener and new to podcasts in general. I started in early July with the Phantom Book Review and have listened weekly since then. Today's episode with Davins W. Collins was my favorite. I love everything John Williams does, but especially all of the Star Wars scores. 
Listening to David dig in and break down some of the most iconic themes was amazing. Thanks for such a great podcast and keep up the good work. David, a.k.a. Dad from As Father and Son at ASFA. S92 on Twitter. That's great. Thank you. Uh, Thank you there, David. And yeah, I feel like the the Phantom Menace score episode with David Collins brought in a bunch of of new people, which is awesome. And I I feel like it got some new people discovering the soundtrack show, too, which is double awesome. All right. This next one is from Jedi Geek Girl, and it's titled Just Two Wild and Crazy Guys. Uh, In a world of cynical, divided, and often confidential fandom stands the star wars podcast you've been looking for blast points is a podcast hosted by two guys who have been in the fandom since the run of the original trilogy they bring with them joy passion and knowledge not only about the classic side of star wars but the upcoming current and everything in between these guys capture the true nature of what star wars fandom is supposed to be And that's the childlike glee and wonder of experiencing the wonderful world of Star Wars. I listened to a couple episodes and had to go back and binge older episodes. And you will too when you check them out. Check them out and stay away from any windows and make sure your smartphones are well protected. Love you, Jason and Gabe. Oh, that's awesome. Well, love you too, Jedi Geek Girl. Thanks so much. We're still jumping out windows and smashing cell phones. It's <laughs> <laughs> just make sure you open the window first, and then you're okay. It's you know, rise of Skywalker. Get got to go to like Home Depot before it. Bring a window and just smash it over your head. Just save time. <laughs> just get it out of the way before you get in the theater. All right, let's do one more, and then we've got some more to do, and another upcoming show. But what, let's do one more for tonight. What, what's our next one, Gabe? So the next one is by Sith Lord 907 and it says the best podcast in the galaxy. This is honestly the best Star Wars podcast I've ever listened to and I listen to quite a lot. This is the first Star Wars podcast that I felt compelled to go back and listen to most of their earlier episodes. I'm constantly grinning from ear to ear and look forward to every Tuesday. Jason and Gabe are such a hilarious delight to listen to, not only because of their lighthearted humor, clever use of amazing sound bites, what? what? And their deep knowledge of the Star Wars universe, but also because of their obvious and infectious joy in talking about the pop culture phenomenon that we all love so much, including all the wonderful silliness and goofiness that comes with it. On a related note, are you guys going to do an episode discussing the prequel era book Master and Apprentice and the audio drama Dooku Lost Jedi? They're both incredible and nothing is better than hearing Padawan Sifo Diaz talk singing about his friend Dooku's nickname, Do. Anyway, thank you both for all that you do and for being such a positive force in the Star Wars community. Uh, that's awesome, Sith Lord nine oh seven. Thank you, and we'll probably get around to those. We we I think we have we've talked about we have a habit of reading books maybe about twenty years later after we should have. They're definitely on the list of things we want to get to, but that list just keeps growing and growing. So don't hold your breath, but. It, it will happen eventually. Yeah, thank you, Sith Lord 907, Jedi Geek Girl, ASFA S92, Rogue 4, Palmdale Haunter, Cloud of the K, and Scribney. We've got a bunch more that we got to get to in another episode, but you can add to that list by heading over to Apple Podcasts after you're done listening. You write a little something like all they did, and we'll read yours just like we did all of those. And we love reading them, and thank you, everyone, again. Thank, thank you. you. Thank 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 you. Hi, JJ Abrams here. On behalf of the entire cast and crew of Star Wars Episode 7, thank you. And these last points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. Check out our website, blastpointspodcast.com, 
where you can search for old back episodes and occasionally get other exciting things. And after that, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you're on Facebook, sign up for the Super Chill Group where you can see Blast Points madness all the time. Meet other listeners. There's stuff getting posted there every single day as we're getting closer to the Mandalorian and Rise of Skywalker. It's getting hot in there. I think Cool and the Gang's going to play in the, the chill group next. <laughs> they're, just looking, they're just looking for places to play too hot. It's too hot. Oh, man. And if you want to support the show, we have a Patreon. It is still Matrix Month on the Patreon. We had an episode earlier where we were talking about uh, speculating about Matrix 4, and we're going to have a commentary for the, the original Matrix pretty soon. The matter of days after this comes out, maybe something around there. Yeah, should be sometime in the middle of the month. But that about wraps up episode number 187 here, our sharp detour into the weird <laughs> to 2012 we drove straight into a brick wall but hopefully the uh, the airbags kicked in and we'll be okay but we will be back next week with another all new episode it's one we've been looking forward to for a really long time and should be a really neat one but that's next week and thank you everyone for listening out there thank you bye bye may the force be with you goodbye old friend may the force be with you <laughs> Aliens. Uh, the, the stars members. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Did you just fall down the stairs? Yeah, it's not bad. We talked about absolutely nothing for 15 minutes, so we're, we still got it. May the force be with all of you. <laughs> uh.